Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number two of Finding Yourself After Loss podcast. I am so very happy to report that my first podcast was a huge success. My main reason for doing this is to help others in this journey and to help them understand that they're not alone, that we're all going through different things, but we're all going through things. So here in this podcast that I'm bringing to you guys, I discuss my emotions, my feelings, things that I'm going through, tools that I have used that has helped me. So I want to thank all of you that have listened to my very first podcast that helped make it a success. Many of you already know me for a while and have followed my life and all my stages. And although we have never met in person, you're all really like a family to me. So let's begin our show in this podcast. I want to discuss about the second stage of grief, which is anger. As I mentioned on my first episode, I will be discussing the stages of grief and I sort of like incorporated my own twist to them because I believe it reflects more the life after loss stages. So here are the stages and I will be talking about them in the future and episode one and two, episode one I spoke about and episode two we're going to discuss today. It is always important to remember that these stages of grief, we don't do them in order. Uh, we can be in stage one, which is the um, shock and denial. We can go to stage four, which is depression. Then we go back to the anger stage, which is two. And it's a roller coaster ride of emotions that we're constantly on. All right. So let me go over the stages. The first stage is shock and denial, which we talked about in episode one. The second stage is anger, which we'll, we will be talking about today. The third is bargaining, or what I like to call the what ifs. The fourth is depression, fear, and anxiety. The fifth is acceptance and hope. And number six is the reinvention of yourself in a new life. Okay, so let's, let's begin talking about anger. And God knows I have a lot of it. So as widows and widowers, we have to deal with so much. And anger is part of the grief process. And there's so many avenues to anger. And I'm going to go in detail on them. But let's take a look first of the why we feel this way. Obviously, it's the obvious. A world has been turned upside down. We lost our spouses and there's so many things that go along with just losing the person that you love. You lose your life as it used to be. The norm is no longer norm. It's a brand new type of way. Um, now you have so many more responsibilities. Maybe, you you know, your spouse was the breadwinner. Now you have to go out. You're in charge of the finances you may have been left as a single parent. Your spouse's um, was the one balancing the checkbook. Now you have to deal with paying the bills, balancing the checkbook. If you're a homeowner, now you have to take care of the upkeep of your house. You have to make the decisions that you would normally do together. Now it's all on you. 
So, and this is just a couple of things. And I, I mean, there's so much more than just this. So the point that I'm trying to make is, let's face it. The fact is that we have a lot that's going on. And really and truly, we have the right to be angry. We have earned that right. Our anger basically manifests in different ways, and I will go over them. And I am sure there's many more avenues to our anger than the ones that I'm going to discuss here. First of all, let me mention just being angry at everything is one of the things that I personally felt. I was, I remember just being angry and upset if I was in line in the supermarket and just having a range of anger come over me. And, and I just didn't understand it. It was just, you know, me just being angry. And typically, I wouldn't be angry over something like that. I also, to tell you a couple of my stories, um, I remember coming home and I have a cat called Twinkie. And my husband brought him home a year before he passed away. And Twinkie was a very, you know, kitten. He was a small cat when he was home and by the time my husband died he was a year old and he's a playful playful little cat and I remember coming home and sometimes he would you know go out the door and I would have to chase him back in and I remember just taking my anger out on him and just telling Twinkie why are you doing this why are you torturing me why you know are you bringing me more aggravation than I already have? And I would lash out on him and then I felt bad. And then of course I would hug him and, and, you know, and give him love and, and all that. But it was just my emotion of anger that I needed something to lash at at times. And I think for some of us, even then have kids, we probably do that. Now we probably lash out at our kids. Maybe when, before when our spouses were around, we wouldn't have done that. We would have maybe handled it in a whole different way. So we we lose our patience quite easily as widows and widowers, you know? And I think that's where the anger and the frustration comes in. So another example that I will give you that I remember going through is I would get angry at seeing couples together, you know? And sometimes it would bring me to tears. It would depend on the stage of my grief that day. But I would really feel angry. Like I remember one time I was at Burger King and I remember seeing these old, two little old couples and they were kind of like knew what to order for each other. And they, you can tell they've been together for like forever. And I remember thinking to myself, why? Why? I remember feeling angry and thinking, why couldn't I be, you know, that couple why could my husband why did he have to die at 48 and 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 angry not angry towards the couple but angry towards my situation so that was a um, point where I remember you know feeling that anger I used to go to restaurants and another thing that would kind of like upset me was like I did something that I never did in 31 years of being married I actually would sit at a place and start counting the couples that were there and I realized what I call is such a Noah's Ark world. So almost everybody is in pairs. And it doesn't mean that you don't see people eating by themselves because you do. But you tend to see more the people in a couple 
than you do solo. And I remember being angry and feeling angry because I used to be that pair. I used to be that couple. And now I'm sitting here by myself. So that would anger me. Another avenue that um, we take, widows and widowers take, is we, we're angry at God. So many of us lose our faith completely or are upset at God. Uh, we feel like our prayers were not answered. You know, we're good people. There's so many bad people. My husband was a good person. Why? Why did you take him from me? And although I never felt that, I have my own reasons for it. I'll discuss it. Uh, in the next episode, but I feel that, you know, I totally can understand people that lose their faith because, you know, we're going through so much and it's a perfectly normal feeling to have over a situation, to be angry at God for what we're going through. So that's another thing that we go through is just being angry and just losing our religion, basically. Another form of anger is being upset at them for leaving us. And this is one that honestly, I really struggle with. I mean, it is a big struggle for me. I, I've been able to, you know, understand a lot. And there's a part of me that understands him leaving. Like I said, I'll mention that, you know, in the next podcast. But there's another part that's so angry at him, you know, and even today, and I'll, I'll share a personal story with all of you, um, me and my, my husband, Bill, I'm remarried, and we were in a parking lot, and we were just sitting down trying to recoup. We were a little tired from all the stuff and activity we were doing, and we just, you know, took a few minutes in the car. And all of a sudden, I just started to feel this rage of anger. I mean, it was just from the pit of my stomach all the way raging up. And I told Bill, I go, I am so angry. And he looked at me and he kind of knew where I was coming from. And I said, I had it all. You know, I had it all and it was just gone. It was just taken away. And, you know, I was looking around the parking lot. I'm from Florida and now I am now currently in the state of New York. It's been a huge transition for me and as I sit in that parking lot and as grateful as I am to have somebody as grateful as I am to be here you know I miss my life you know I miss everything that I had you know and and it's very difficult for me at times. And today was one of those days where the rage of anger just came out. I, I was in a small town. I, I left a small town. I'm now in a huge city with tons of people. You know, I had my house. I had a jacuzzi in my house. You know, I had everything. And I had my husband, which is obviously the most precious thing I had. So, and everything was taken away from me. So I have this anger. I've, we fought so hard to buy a house. We finally got the house. And it was only six years that we really enjoyed our brand new house. And that is an anger that I have inside of me. And I always try to figure out, okay, you know, why 
is it that I'm here? I'm in a city where it's everything that I really don't like about a big city. You know, I'm in an apartment. I came from a house now to an apartment. So obviously, it's the obvious reason. Okay, I'm here because I have a man that I love and he loves me and I understand all that. But on the other hand, I'm trying to figure out what is the underlining reason of why I'm here too. You know, obviously there's something... I believe we always have to learn things. It's something that I need to learn. But even me knowing that, I still feel the anger of why was everything taken away from me? So, of course, after I went through that stage, I started really, I mean, just going into tears, uncontrollable tears um, today. So... I wanted to share that with you guys, um, even though it's something personal, because I want you to know that even though you are, you know, you could be in a new relationship, you can be in a new different place, but there's always going to be times where anger will surface and the memory of the life that you had, which was taking away from us, will come out. And it was a prime example today. So um, another avenue of anger uh, is maybe you're angry at the doctors that treated your spouse. You know, maybe you're angry at your spouse like I am in many ways because you felt maybe he could have taken better care of himself or herself, you know. So like there's so many different avenues that anger comes from that we as widows and widowers experience, all right? So let's analyze why we have that anger, other than the obvious, of course. And also, we have to realize that anger is an emotion. Now, there's a couple of emotions out there, such as anger, hatred, jealousy. And they stem from one feeling, and that is pain. So we have to remember that every single time that we have this anger, it comes from pain. And I always believe that sometimes in order to understand where things are coming from, we have to understand the root of where it stems from. So our anger comes from pain and our pain comes from grief. And our grief, of course, comes from losing the person that we love so much more than life itself. So what I want to keep in mind is that each time that you feel your anger in whatever avenue it is, in whatever form it is, it is important to understand that what you are truly feeling is your pain at that moment. And I know for me, when I feel my most anger such in a day like today is actually when my grief is really at its highest point and my sadness is at its highest point okay so to feel anger is a very very normal part of our grief and in fact we should embrace the anger we should own it We've earned the right, as I mentioned. We literally have earned the right to be angry. So our emotions need to come out. They need to come out some way. 
as long as you're not hurting someone or you're not hurting yourself, it's okay to be angry. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay to be angry. I'm angry and I'm going to be in four years in December and I'm remarried and I have anger stages. So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be angry at the doctors. It's okay to be angry at God. It's okay to be angry at the illness. It's okay to be angry at family, you know, that, that, that may not have treated you right in the circumstances. It's okay to have all that anger and different avenues of anger that are in the process of this grief. So once you understand that you are in pain, then you can begin to help the pain. So here are some tools that might help you calm yourself down a little more and tune into your emotion in a more positive way. Now, I have done some of these tools myself, and they've worked. And remember, the worst thing you can do is to suppress. Do not ever suppress, because the same thing is when you suppress your crying, or you suppress your grief, your, your pain, or your sadness. It's the same thing with anger. So uh, I feel strongly like if you have anger, let it out now. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I've done. And I remember when I first, you know, was by myself in my house. I remember just really screaming off the top of my lungs in just agony and anger. And that was just anger, really, just anger at the situation. Kind of like what happened to me today, but not to the extent. Okay. Because um, I was obviously much more uh, fresh in my grief. You know, I remember also hitting a pillow and just hitting it. I didn't never hit a wall because I kind of thought, well, I'm going to break my wrist and <laughs> I don't want that. So but I remember, you know, hitting a pillow, hitting things, you know, because I wanted to release that anger. So I did that. And then I started to realize that I also wanted things that was going to be a little bit more positive a little bit more that would, I think that would help me more and a little deeper. So I began to follow some tools and here are some of them that I want to share with you. All right. Uh, the number one thing that I began to do is just to really, if that day that I felt something, I think, you know, I would realize when I was feeling angry and Sometimes I'm a little bit better than others. And sometimes, like I say, it comes out like a volcano. But the longer we are in this journey, I think the more in touch we begin to see our moods and we begin to feel ourselves more and what we're feeling. If you feel that and you, you are on alert that you're having that anger, pain, I think the first thing is to do is just to take a step back that day and try to relax as much as possible and just try to take it easy if you can or just go slow in that day. Even if you have to go to work, try to do everything more slower because you know that you're dealing with not just the anger, you're dealing with the pain. All right. So I would say, you know, try to do that. Take a step back that day as much as you possibly can. Number two, which is another thing that I did start is I started a journal and I and many of you have that already. And I think it is most important is to write on it word per word on that day that you have the most anger. Just write on that journal. I remember writing on it word per word everything I felt and I was so angry that there was little pieces of the paper that was like shredding 
because I was writing so hard on the paper. So, and don't hold back anything. Just write word per word what you are feeling. Even if you have to use the bad language, do that. Just word per word what you're feeling because I think getting it on that paper, it, it just it's just like goes out of you, you know? You can get it out. Um, the third thing is turn your anger into poetry and write your pain. Make your a poem on your pain. I have done that many times. Uh, just recently, I was having a bad day too, and I remember writing it and putting it on hope after loss. And so turn your pain into poetry. Write it down like a poetry. And I think that helps too to get it out. Number four, I would say if you like to paint, uh, I would say paint your anger in a painting. Make it as dark as you, you know, it can be. Put your emotions on a canvas. Instead of having the emotions inside your body, it is so much healthier just to bring them out and put them in a canvas. What I do like about the paintings and the poetry and the journal is that you can actually go back in time and look through the paintings or look through the poetry or look at your journal and see how far you have come and see that your anger, you might still have anger now, you know, but the anger is not as vivid. It's not as raw as it once was. And number five, I would say, uh, turn your anger into love. Remember that day and just sit down that you're so angry. It's just remember how much you loved your spouse what him or her meant to you, the love that you shared together. And sort of like turn that pain, which is the anger, into love. And I would say number six is offer your services to someone. Help someone when you feel the most anger and the most pain. You know, I have done that so many times in this journey and even in hope after loss i've had like horrible days and and you know i just turned it around by helping someone and you know what in turn it helped me and they would thank me oh you know you helped me but i would tell them i said you know what you helped me too you know it's like a ripple effect when you help someone you sort of get back the emotion and the feeling that you gave them it goes back to you and as human beings our natural instinct is really to help others you know so if we take the if we channel the emotion of anger into the opposite direction which is love and helping others you will be surprised just how great you feel you know and so i hope these tools have helped you and maybe giving you an idea and I'm glad I could share them with you if anything just just share things and let you know that you're not alone in your emotions and your feelings and that music means that our show is ending I want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast in your busy life I hope I was able to provide you with some tools and that have helped me in my journey if you like what you have heard, please share it with others. You can find me at FindingYourselfAfterLoss.com on my Facebook page, Finding Yourself After Loss. 
Anon grief support group on Facebook called Hope After Loss. I would love to hear from all of you. I would love to hear your comments, even suggestions about things you want to hear me talk about and ask me questions. They're all welcome. I mean, I welcome all that. Um, Stay tuned for my next podcast, which will be on bargaining and what I call the what if. What if I would have done this or that? Till then, may God bless you on this journey.